0: Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Edwina. And we're doing a once more we building series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today, we're doing Season 4, Episode 6, Wild, Wild at, at Heart. Heart. This episode first aired November 9th, 1999, written by Marty Noxon and directed by David Grossman. Eddie. This
1: is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through. And I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time.
0: Yes, Eddie, you are.
1: Uh, we'll also apologise again for the for the sound quality.
0: Yeah, I think last <laughs> one wasn't too bad, but yeah, I think we've got the knack of it now. Yeah, yeah. hopefully, maybe. Well,
1: there still might be some interruptions. Maybe that's, that's yeah. the other
0: thing. Yeah, we can't help that. But might uh, be
1: some doors closing and yeah, cats meowing. The cats meowing. <laughs> the cats
0: outside, so she'll want to come in very soon. I think. Uh, so Eddie, what was it like for you revisiting this episode?
1: Yeah, so this is a this is a heartbreaker episode and we lose Oz because Seth Green wanted to go make movies.
0: Yeah. Shame on him to have <laughs> a good career. Well it was hardly <laughs> being used, so I don't really actually blame him. He was barely in the show.
1: Yeah, like they really didn't explore the
0: The
1: Lore of the of the Werewolf, of which, which the you kept saying yeah. to me, Oh,
0: they're gonna do it, they're gonna do it. Well, he's gone now, so it seems pointless.
1: Well, maybe there's still one more episode uh, with him in it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think I think that that should and say maybe, now.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they never really do go into the werewolf stuff either. So.
0: Yeah. So you're you're leading me on this whole time. You you were saying, oh, they're going to go into it. They're going to go into it. No, they didn't. <laughs> they did nothing, and they let their best actor go because of that. And I think he did it. Rightfully did it. I think because he was being utterly utilised as one of the the back. Characters where he's actually got a movie career now. I was like, "Well, I'm going. Bye."
1: Yeah. All right. Well, it was that thing. I think he asked if he could leave, and they just, instead of fighting him on it, they just said, "Yeah, sure. Goodbye. We'll we'll write you out." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I, it is one of those episodes. I don't really like this episode, but it's not a bad episode, and I. It's not an episode I ever skip, mm. but it's it's a heartbreak. It's heartbreaking, and every you know, Willow like Alison Hannigan's crying, like when she cries, you cry. It's just like you see her crying, and it it always breaks my heart. She's yeah. she's one of those actresses that does the best. Like she's just like a sad little doe. Mm. <laughs> she cries.
0: I, I was bored with this episode. Really? Yeah, I didn't like it at all.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> no, nah, not a fan.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or was it too mushy for you? Uh, I was just bored. Okay.
0: (laughs) I just, yeah. Um, I kind of just saw their relationship ending and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the interesting part about it was the initiative part, which I was hoping they'd get into. But
1: yeah, the cold opener. Mm, so you, yeah, um, with Spike, Spike returning.
0: Yeah, I thought, oh, that seems like an interesting storyline. Let's continue with that. But I don't think we really find out about that. What happened to him? Well,
1: yeah, you, maybe in the next episode. Next you episode, might, might wow. find out.
0: You keep dangling me along with this. Oh, the next episode. The next episode.
1: Well, look, we, yeah, look, um, you know, I I say this isn't it. This episode's a hard watch for me because you do see, set. you know, one of my favourite characters makes a lot of bad choices hmm. and yeah. it ends with him leaving. So that's why I don't like it. <laughs> but not because I find it boring. <laughs> I found it boring. <laughs> um, did you want to do the summary and then we yeah. might go into how boring it was? How boring this episode was for yeah. you. Yeah, Bored. Bored now.
0: Buffy is chased by a vampire which she fights then stakes. Spike stalks her from a distance and promises trouble but he is struck by tasers and carried off by masked and heavily armed men lurking in Sunnydale's shadows. At the bronze, the gang watches Veruca perform her song Shy and all the guys are mesmerized by her singing. The next morning Willow wakes up in Oz's bed and they talk about how they will be apart for three nights while Oz locks himself away during the full moon and a Wicca group is meeting on those three nights. At school, Veruca invites Oz to sit with her at lunch. Willa arrives and is lost by their terminology, leading everyone to flee the incredibly awkward situation. That night, Oz locks himself into a cage in a crypt, but he breaks free in his werewolf form. As Professor Walsh is leaving the school that night, Oz jumps out at her. Another werewolf appears, and while Walsh runs and hides in the bushes, the two werewolves jump out and fight each other. Oz wakes up the next morning to see that the other werewolf is Veruca. Willow shows up at Oz's room, and instead of being welcomed with open arms, Oz is closed off, so she leaves. Buffy informs Giles of the two werewolves being spotted on campus, so she talks to Oz, but he says he does not remember anything about what happened when he got out.
1: And his chance to tell Bobby.
0: Yeah, he did. Oz arranges for Veruca to meet him in the crypt that night and manages to convince her to lock herself in the cage with him so no one gets hurt. Immediately before transforming, they kiss. The next morning, Willow arrives and is shocked to see Oz and Veruca curled up naked together. Oz explains Veruca is a werewolf like him who had to be locked up so she would not hurt anyone. He claims he had no choice, but Willow points out that Oz could have instead told the others.
1: Yes, yes. Hmm. she has got a point. Yeah. <laughs> Girl's got a point.
0: Girl's got a point. He continues to explain things to Willow, but she accuses him of having feelings for Veruca in an animal way, more than he wanted her, and runs off crying. Walking home in a day state, Willow is almost hit by an oncoming car. Buffy takes Willow to their dorm and then goes to confront Faruka. Using Oz's heightened senses to lead the way, Buffy and Oz go looking for Veruca, although Buffy disapproves of Oz for cheating on her best friend. They find Veruca's clothes and then realize she has left the clothes to throw him off her scent and has gone after Willow, conjuring a spell that would prove to be devastating revenge against Oz and Veruca. She cannot bring herself to complete the spell and Veruca then enters, locking the door with intent to kill Willow when the sun goes down and get her out of the way. Just in time, Oz breaks in and the two werewolves fight until Oz rips Veruca's throat out. Boo. Before he can attack Willow, Buffy arrives and tranquilizes him and then turns to comfort a traumatized and hysterical Willow. The next day, Buffy talks to Giles about a heavily armed guy she ran into while searching for Veruca who was dressed the same way as the guys she ran into on Halloween. Willow finds Oz in his room, packing. Unsure of what separates him from the wolf, he is leaving until he can figure it out. Before leaving, he tells Willow that he has only ever loved her. The end.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yes. So we come to the end of the college adjustment episodes. Okay. And now they start the overarching plot, which has been sprinkled through these early episodes with, you know, a few be- vamps being captured and those guys in military outfits creeping around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and a lot of people, I think, really hate season four because of this. Like, like they don't actually – they hate that Buffy sort of gets kicked around in these early episodes. Yeah. Uh, and then they're not happy with who ends up. Like they, they generally don't like the big bad of this season. But I kind of like those adjustment period, um, episodes. Well, you gotta have a bit
0: of a buffer. You can't just jump straight into it. So, and you got. Twenty-four episodes, so you have got plenty of time yeah. to sort but of. But the build other things thing up. is,
1: they don't feel like filler episodes. That's the other thing.
0: Well, no, but I don't think they're filler because we haven't sort of got to the main thick of the story yet. So yeah. a filler episode is like in between the main story where they just chuck something yeah. in a that, side story, what I mean. a they side don't, plot. These,
1: these don't they they feel integral to the to the plot of the season, and it is, and those episodes are integral to it. And it is that finding your place after high school, like and growing yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, I,
0: I can understand that. That's that's fair enough. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Yeah, because um, I actually
0: really like this initiative plotline. I don't know where it's going to go specifically, but the idea of the government or some sort of military esque uh, organization being involved in a supernatural because everyone's just like throwing magic potions and stuff like that. These guys are like using guns, which is like, yes, guns, <laughs> you know, okay, they might actually work, but you know, can't you? Well,
1: they're tasers. They're capturing these.
0: Well, that was a funny thing. Why aren't they using tasers? To
1: Who, me, well, they're not, well, tasers don't kill them. It just well, knocks them Well, you don't
0: have to always kill them. Like sometimes you just might be in a bad situation, you know, and, you know, a taser could come in handy. And that's it's useful against humans and um and vampires and possibly werewolves, I guess, and other supernatural things. It just seems like a an important tool to have. Yeah, I, I do like think a cross or something.
1: I do think in later episodes.
0: <laughs> they start arming up a bit, um, bit like that and using modern day weapons. Yeah. I mean they have alluded to this before when like the, the, the was it that character, the judge or something like that, yeah, cannot yeah. be defeated by any weapon. weapon forged forged, forged by a man. So, so she up. uses a, a bazooka. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah, why don't you guys use that, those things more often? You know, they mightn't work, but at least repel them a bit.
1: Yeah, I think they do start like Willow starts doing the like, um, starts trying to make these little sunball like doing spells to create sunlight bombs and right. Um, yeah,
0: oh, what about UV lights? Did do they, do they try those at all?
1: I don't think so. Like
0: solarium lights? I Remember they did that in, uh, I think it was... Not Blade. Blade, yeah. They did that in Blade, yeah.
1: <laughs> and silver nitrate trait Well, silver gas.
0: silver worked as well, but silver doesn't work on vampires in this. I don't think they've mentioned that.
1: I think silver's more for werewolves in this. Yeah. But other
0: laws, you yeah. like uh, true blood, you could use silver. Yeah. Not to kill them, but to sort of Make bond them sick. and stuff. Or, yeah. 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 But does it ever use silver in Buffy? I don't it's a oh,
1: Yeah, they use silver to do kill other demons. Right. They need a yeah. weapon weapon forged of silver should kill it. A blade <laughs> of silver or something yeah. forged of something. Yeah. 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 Dipped in a virgin's menstrual blood. I don't <laughs> know, fucking <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um
0: Does it have to be does it mean human? Any sort of virgin menstrual blood? Any sort <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll get on to the talking points of yes. this episode. So we get Spike's return. So with Oz leaving, he's pretty much replaced with Spike. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Yeah, and I, I actually really like this cold opener. Like it's the same, similar cold, like that. Those opening scenes. You know, he's monologuing to himself. Yeah. Um. I think there's been a few of him doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hasn't there? Um, where any sort of stalking in the shadows—that's the other thing that he, he like it's very typical of him. Um, and that's how the opening of the Angel episode that he was in—it opens with him sort of spying on Angel, um, mockingly saying stuff, without Angel being able to hear him.
0: Yeah. I can't remember that
1: episode. No, you didn't no. watch it. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. No. <laughs> no, no. It's in the Angel TV series when he did the crossover. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah it's a similar opening opening scene. And yeah, and it start, really does start the arcing um, plot. Mm hmm. So. Do you like the idea? Um, oh, what is it? And it's, it's that typical, and it's meant to subvert your expectations. Yeah, as he's well. standing
0: there being all menacing and like, I'm going to get you. You're, yeah, and you, you have think, no idea
1: what's going on. And the on. other thing is, normally they use that opening to to set up the episode.
0: Yeah, what he's going to do, and all Spike's yeah, so, going to so get so you her. Think, so
1: you think this is going to be a Spike Buffy, as you said before, you think it's going to be a Spike Buffy um, episode, mm. and then the initiative kind of coming in. He, then just, he gets zapped. Yeah. And then the episode beans like then Buffy's hardly in the episode. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just in it towards the end. This this story mainly has to do with Oz and Willow. Yeah. It's their story. It is, yeah. All right. Next thing I might talk about is Veruca. Mhm. So a bad lip syncing. Yes, <laughs> you weren't a fan of her, her bad lip singing. Oh, it was awful. Yeah, it
0: was like she was Doesn't gargling they... marbles or something yeah, when she was yeah. singing. She so was really overdoing it, mm. like just really like
1: opening her mouth like ah ah. Yeah, yeah, you're right on that. <coughs> um, so what I hate about Faruka is that she is the cool girl trope.
0: Yes. Have you yeah. heard of
1: the Cool Girl Trope?
0: No, I haven't, no.
1: You seen Gone Girl?
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah, she that you know, the monologue in the car where she's talking about Cool Girl doesn't, you know, Cool Girl eats pizza, you know, she likes the guy's stuff, you know, she drinks beer and mm-hmm. yeah. Um I think it's kind of called out in Gone Girl. But yeah, um I'll read you what the description of the cool girl trope is. Uh, the cool girl is one of the guys. She's the direct mirror to the male protagonist's likes and dislikes within the world. She's fun, raunchy, profane, and effortlessly hot. <laughs> <laughs> the most important aspect of a cool girl is that she's not like other girls. <laughs> oh. She will also she also will have almost no arc outside of what happens to her love interest.
0: Okay, ticks all those boxes. Almost ticks all those boxes. I don't think I don't think she was boxes. that hot though. To be honest, oh, she's she's pretty hot. Uh, she's a bit of a rake, I thought. To be honest, I wish she standing there in her underwear. Just remind me that scene from Star Trek Into Darkness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's just sort of stand- Why
0: is she standing there in her underwear? She
1: just woke up naked. Yeah, but like, I'm he's getting dressed. I'm, I'm surprised she. Ate- oh no, well, that was the whole thing. She was complaining about how they were- the fashion sense in the school, like in oh, this okay. dormitory needs to be reported to the fashion police or some shit like that. Um, And the other thing about the cool girl... John Rivers? (laughs) Um, The other thing about the cool girl trope is that they generally do tear down other girls. So, and she does that with the whole, I like to eat. I hate chicks who are like, does it have dressing on it? I like to eat. I hate chicks who are like, does that have dressing on it? (laughs) Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah. And she probably also is like, I don't have like that many girlfriends. Like girls just don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like guy friends. They're uh, like less yeah. drama. And so the whole problem with most the, the whole cool girl thing. Yeah. Is that girls don't generally like the cool girl because most of the time she will actually be trying to steal their boyfriend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she just intimidates other women, basically.
1: Yeah, but but if you noticed in that in that scene with her, Willow, and Oz at the table, she completely ignores Willow. Uh, when Willow tries to, int- like, she makes no effort to interact with Willow whatsoever, except for making fun of her shirt.
0: Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You pick up on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that at all. I, have to, yeah, I need to rewatch that scene again just to take it in. So, yeah, so he uh, –
1: So Willow's trying her hardest to, to – to Well, yeah, he
0: mentions a hound dog amp or something, and she's like, oh, yeah, Elvis, you know, he was really good. Yeah,
1: uh, and then you take someone who is as smart as fucking Willow is. <laughs> is, and you turn her into a bumbling idiot.
0: No, oh, I think she does that herself, to be honest.
1: <laughs> because she doesn't know what a hound dog or what she, she doesn't sit, speak musicianese. You've
0: done that yourself. <laughs> sure. All
1: right. Um, yeah, so I'm guessing that they made her very deliberately unlikable just so that you're not even going to question the fact that Oz fucking kills her at the end.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I feel like they really glossed over that. Like there was no um, uh, no consequences for that. There was no um, uh, no realisation or even acceptance of the fact that he just ripped this girl's throat out in front of, or uh, well, he did it in general, I guess. Yeah. Um, I could probably tell why he was traumatised at the end with wanting to leave, but uh, it was just sort of not, um,
1: it, it's not even mentioned. Well, yeah, it was nothing. just never there's discussed. No, yeah, no discussion no, of it. There's yeah. no discussion of it after it happens, and it is absolutely brutal what happens. And mm. like, she is in there to kill Willow. I kind of hate that they do that to this character. Where, where I would have liked it more if she actually didn't have much control over. Like, I wish they had kind of played it a bit differently. <laughs> Because <laughs> she seems to play it that she actually has a lot of control of herself when she's the wolf.
0: Well, I I guess so. I mean, she just knows she'll be she'll probably kill anything she sees. So if she's locked in a room with Willow, she'll probably kill her. But just uh, assuming that you know, it's a bit of an assumption if she gets out or not. But that's you know, it's uh it's loading the gun. Mm. You know, I guess in some ways, and knowing it will, it will fire and probably kill her.
1: Yeah, So I, but I,
0: again, we don't know much about the uh, the, the I don't werewolf. Know.
1: I, I I don't know. I reckon she also could have been an interesting character to develop more and bring her well, in. Well, I like, thought
0: that's what I was going to do with her. I thought she was going to be, you know, oh, when you're when you're werewolf, you can do this, or you know, you can do that, and and you and know, explain like bring, it a bit like more.
1: bring her in to teach Oz how to kind of control the wolf yes. and whatnot, and she should, yeah. Yeah, But, yeah, I think she was just completely misused. I hate the way that they just kill her. Like it's it's perfectly fine to just – like they make – like there was, you know, there was the werewolf hunter episode where they're like, oh, you don't have an issue with the fact that they're a human, you know. Yeah, yeah, killing a human. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're only a werewolf for three days of the, the month and then they're human for the rest of that time. How do you justify killing them? And then they just completely justify killing her. Because she attempted to kill Willow, hmm. um, and I just don't like what it just it, doesn't work
0: yeah yeah it, it it was quite jarring that just oh shit he killed her like I was curious I was thought Buffy would just come in and tranquilise both of them. I thought that was yeah. going to happen.
1: but I think that you know they needed the dramatic ending, I suppose, hmm.
0: yeah,
1: something dramatic and climactic for this yeah. for the for Oz to up and leave.
0: Well, if it makes you feel any better, Oz, no other man will satisfy Willow like you did ever again.
1: <laughs> she'll never, she'll never be with another man ever again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll go into the frustrating choices that Oz makes <laughs> in this episode. Yes, I hate that he just doesn't tell Buffy about Veruca straight away. Yeah, well, look.
0: I get that. I feel maybe because, he felt like he could solve it on his own, though. Isn't he allowed yeah, to? You was, a, do but, you have to always get everyone involved in your problems?
1: But Buffy said, if I find her, I'm going to throw her. You might have a... Like, he, he, she actually says... Like, she says she's not... She doesn't say she's going to kill the werewolf. She says mm. she's going to put put her in the cage with him. Yeah. I think she would have had an ally on... You know, he would have had an ally in Buffy. Hmm. Like if he doesn't, you know, he might not want to want have wanted Willow to know about it. Um, but you know, at least tell Buffy. I think she might have understood. Like,
0: yeah, well, her best friend. Mm, I don't know. Um, look, <laughs> it's it's not the end of the world to try and solve your own problems. Uh, I'm not sure. But Buffy him... also
1: asked him. Yeah. And he flat out lied to her. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that, that, that was a lie. That's The difference. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah is that Buffy actually asks him. And then she says, you're being more stoic than normal. Hmm. And he, yeah, Buffy knew something was up. Yeah. So. So
0: was his plan was just, oh, we'll just sleep in the same cage together? I mean, I guess he knew what he was doing, right?
1: Well, it was already implied that they'd had sex the night before.
0: So fighting and fucking, is that something that we
1: were doing? Yeah.
0: So they try and rip each other apart and when they get bored with that, they start mating
1: yeah, okay. I, I don't know the pleasure. What is it? Pain and pleasure. Pain and pleasure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Next level of BDSM or something. Yeah. Well, what mm-hmm. was
1: it? She said nothing else gets it done for her. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Nobody else gets it done for me. Um. All right. I think we'll move on. Um. Okay. Willow's abuse and use of magic again in this universe. Yes. In the Buffy universe. When it comes to the use of mag- magic, it's always very heavily tied to your emotions, mm-hmm. which also means that it can become unpredictable if you're emotionally, like if you're upset or, yeah, in a not a great mental mm-hmm. state. And straight away, Willow, instead of solving the issues by talking, to Oz or, you know.
0: Went straight to magic.
1: She went straight to magic yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> she went to magic to to solve a problem and it didn't work. Uh, well, what, it, did, what not she that it gonna, didn't work. What, what she, spell was she going to conjure it She was do, going to do a hex on her um, and um, Oz. And that's just like on, a curse. Sorry, on um, Veruca and Oz.
0: And that's just like a curse or something, isn't yeah, it?
1: Yeah, I think, think it was like they'll never... You know, be happy, and they'll never feel the touch. I don't know. I can't really remember the details of her curse. She does say what Mm. the curse entailed, Um, but yeah, she stops. (laughs) Yeah. Um. But you can see how angry she is getting, Mm -hmm. and everything starts levitating. (laughs) Mm,
0: Yeah. So
1: who would have known what would have happened if she had cast that spell?
0: Yeah, hasn't had a great track record of casting spells, has she? Like powerful ones like that no.
1: I feel yeah no um and Giles I don't think they really know what to do with Giles at this point <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so you have Giles rocking up to the bronze
0: yeah Well, they had to he had to sort of get in an episode somehow didn't he <laughs>
1: yeah so yeah, it d- was weird and that'll sort of be the last time you see all of that sort of that crew together for a while mm
0: so yeah, Giles can't work at the library at the uh, university or something, or well, they don't even go to the library at the university anyway. It's too too no, big. No,
1: it's, it's also too busy. Like too people, busy, yeah. like kids, actually go there to
0: yeah. People are there all the time
1: to like study and stuff.
0: Can't sit there and yammer about the end of the world and, st- and a demon conjuring, and everyone's like shh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, their library is actually full of books hmm. and. Yeah, probably cute like big computer labs and stuff mm. these days as well, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh now, there was something interesting that I did find. Ah, yes. So in this there's a scene with um Willow when she goes to see Oz after he wakes up. Um and she's in like a very very sexy outfit for Willow. Yes, she's I in, noticed she's wearing, she's wearing like these weird greeny black coloured leather pants. Yeah. Which you don't. You, it's not something you'd normally see her in.
0: No, it's more like a pink cardigan or something she's always sort of wearing. or Yeah, most yeah. of her clothes.
1: Are, oh, what is that thing Buffy described? like? She kind of always looks like a crazy birthday cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, so, so she
0: can't talk. She's got that bloody stupid biker bandana
1: on. <laughs> oh, she wears that a lot in this season. Does she? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so the color coded leather pants. I did, it was actually a comment on a YouTube video about this episode. Mm-hmm. Previously, we've seen the black leather pants of evil worn by Faith and Angelus. Mm-hmm. The red leather pants of righteousness worn by Buffy. Yes. Um when she takes down Faith, and now Willow wears the green leather pants of jealousy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and coming up next, we will get the pink leather pants of enthrallment.
0: Right. The was yes. the green leather pants of jealousy. Jealousy. Yes. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um that's the end of my talking points. Jared had have you seen this episode? Probably should no. have asked that sooner.
0: No, haven't seen this episode.
1: You need to add like a down the rabbit hole. <gasps> we will, I think. We will. <laughs> You need to add a little voiceover or something, a little sound effect voiceover mm. saying down the rabbit hole or someone saying down the rabbit hole.
0: Down in a hole. <laughs> um, THC. All
1: right. The band. Uh, <laughs> why are we doing THC, the band?
0: Uh, so that's the band that performed with an uh, actress who isn't the singer singing the songs.
1: <laughs> All right, do you go on? So, um, tell me about, so Veruca isn't actually, the actress, what's her name, isn't actually singing the song, it's another singer, what's her yeah, name?
0: Yeah, obviously, quite obviously not her. Uh, Sarah Falkman is the uh, singer of the band THC. There are a few bands called THC out there, so it's not a very original name. Mm-hmm. Of course, reference to... uh
1: Marijuana.
0: Marijuana. Um, not a this band's a bit under the radar. They don't have a huge discography. Two albums, really, um, and that's about it. And around for about five years, but uh, they are a style of band called trip hop.
1: Okay. Have you heard of trip hop? No. Okay.
0: Probably the most famous trip hop band uh, would be this one, and I got a, I kind of got listening to their music a bit. This band.
1: Oh, Massive Attack!
0: Yeah, Massive Attack.
1: Okay.
0: So yeah, I us listen to a bit of Massive Attack. Um, so yeah, trip hop, electronic music. So it's generally slow, sort of electronic music in general. Uh, no, I just found that. Uh, How do you call it
1: trip hop? Like the whole hop thing kind of means there's a bit more of a. Well, it's hop, like hip hop, hip hop, but yeah, it's trip
0: hop. Like it's trippy.
1: Okay.
0: So it's um. It's so a music genre that originated in the early 90s in the UK, especially Bristol. Uh, so fusion, it's like a fusion hip hop electronica, but sort of not really recognised in either, either sort of genre. So yeah, Massive Attack, obviously, like the, you know, the, the Prime Band, that would say would be a trip hop type of band. Um, so yeah, just listen to a bit of uh, Massive Attack. I oh, was never a big fan of this band. Were you?
1: I remember, I think I had one of their albums. I just
0: remember this song where it's got like the talk singing fetus in it. Yeah, pretty creepy. Um, uh, song. Hang
1: on, I think I get them confused with Portishead. Head.
0: Yeah, I, they're another sort of similar trip-hop band. And uh, this song? you remember this song? Uh,
1: yep, yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So it's they're one of those bands. I'm like, oh, who are they again? Oh yeah, this song, this song, I know this song. So I, mean, I wouldn't say they were huge, huge headliners, but you know, some of these uh, songs have had like you know 70 plus million views on uh,
1: yeah,
0: on YouTube. So yeah, definitely still a cult following out there. So yeah, no, cool band, Massive Attack. Wasn't a you know huge fan of that genre, but definitely know the band um, and. I guess that's about it for me. Okay. So trip hop.
1: Answer the question. Yes, do it. Do it. <sighs> Which character was your favorite in this episode?
0: I liked Oz. Yeah. Oz mm. is my favorite.
1: Yeah. I kind of went with Oz too. It's probably the last time I'll get to say Oz.
0: (laughs) Just take the opportunity while you can. Yeah. So I'll
1: take it while I can. Yeah. Which character do you love to hate in this episode?
0: Uh, Veruca. Yeah. A bit
1: salty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've got Veruca as well. Yeah. Uh, What was the most memorable fight scene?
0: Uh, So the werewolf killing. For like we were fighting scene at the yeah, end.
1: Yeah, I, I had the the werewolf versus werewolf fight scene in the lab with Oz, Veruca and then Buffy.
0: Mm. Must be hard fighting in those werewolf suits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really hard to see what's going on too because they're kind of mm. – the way they're sort of acting as well, they're just kind of like jittery the whole time, like just kind of like waving their heads and like, yeah, probably sweat up pretty quickly in those things I reckon after a few takes. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: um. Oh, we've just that's three questions we've had identical answers to. <laughs> all right, LOL moment.
0: So Buffy uh, trying out a new catchphrase at the start ah, okay. and get nothing from the vampire. Like,
1: really? Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Put all that effort in.
1: Well, funnily enough, mine is the opening C with <laughs> Buffy punning and then Spike stalking her in the shadows, doing his big bad monologue. And then getting tasered.
0: Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The intro. Yep. Yeah.
1: Great. That is now four for four.
0: I don't think we're going to have the next next one. Okay. Right. I don't think so.
1: Favorite scene.
0: Uh. So, Oz and Veruca and Veruca's talking in underwear.
1: Ah. Yep. Yep. I like that. Yep. Yeah, all right. I don't think you have that one, do you? Um, No, I definitely don't have that one. Um, No, mine's the hallway scene after class where Buffy does better on a paper than Willow does. And Willow is openly jealous and supportive of Buffy. And I just found that it's a good way of showing that Buffy is like hitting her stride. Mm -hmm. Like she is actually now juggling her duties as a slayer and college life. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked the, how they just showed that. And also, again, they've got um, Willow being jealous, hence the jealousy. The oh, pants, the pants of The, pants the green je- pants of jealousy. But she yes. also admits that she's jealous. and Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: in a fun way. In a jealous fun way. In a fun way. Yeah. You can yeah. do that.
1: Uh, least favourite scene
0: uh, Oz and Willow's pillow talk. <laughs>
1: Okay. Oh, I was bored. I was a little bit too mushy and cute oh, no, no, That just, you just, you just kind of. I was knew. looking on
0: my phone then at that, that point.
1: <laughs> but you just knew in that that moment, because they're all sweet and loving with each other, that it was all gonna go to shit. I'm
0: so in love with you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so mine is the final scene where Oz. It's a scene where he has, like, that brief moment where it looks like he's going to stop and then, like, like go full 80s love story and run back to Willow when he's sitting in the van. Like, he yeah. just kind of stops. Yeah. And you think in that moment, oh, my God, oh, my God, he's he's going to go back to it. And then he drives off. Well, I thought yeah. that was cool.
0: He didn't do that. was he going to run out with a boombox. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, but, um, yeah. But, like, run back to Willow. Mm. Yeah. He didn't go full eighties love story on me, mm. and yeah, and that I hate it because it's it's heartbreaking, and I cry. It <laughs> makes me cry, Jared. Mm. Every time, it makes me cry. Come on, don't bullshit me. I could also go with that horrible lunch scene, with, but I've sort of already talked about. Oh that. yeah, yeah. All right, uh, a favorite quote, Jared.
0: Uh, my one was up from Oz. Um, So I think it, towards the end when he he's talking about Veruca and he says, uh, Veruca was right about something. The wolf is inside me all the time and I don't know where that line is anymore between me and it. Until I figure out what that means, I shouldn't be around you or anybody. I think that's the final line, isn't it? I think he says uh, it right at the end.
1: No, I think the final line is that of... In all my life, I've never loved anyone else. Oh, that's right, else. yeah. Aww. it's the, My whole life, I've never loved anyone else. That's Goodbye. His. That was his last line. Yeah. Um, My favourite quote is from Spike. <laughs> uh. Watch your mouth, little girl. You should know better than to tempt the fates that way because the big bad is back and this time it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, good. Fact, the fact that he calls himself the big bad. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That. I like that. It's a little meta,
0: isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, who gets the wooden spoon in this episode?
0: Baruka's bad lip syncing gets the <laughs> wooden spoon.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'll (laughs) give that to you. (laughs) You
0: go. Oh, you're gonna agree with me on that one. Oh no.
1: Yep. Um. And who's the MVP of the? Well, I think
0: Oz has to be MVP. Even the most valuable player can make a few mistakes, but ultimately win the game.
1: I'm gonna go with Buffy. Yeah. Yeah, because she kind of she gets there in the end. She's the one. She's barely in it though. Well, she saves the day in the end. Well, she yeah, stops she's... Oz from killing Willow. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a situation that Oz actually set in motion that he, yeah, could have mm. made a few better choices. I
0: suppose, yeah. No, I think you're right. I think Buffy should be MVP.
1: Yeah. Um. And what do you rate this episode out of 10 using something from the show?
0: I gave it two bandanas. Head bandanas. <laughs> I was bored with this one, really. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, uh. Uh,
1: I went six out of ten piles of clothing bait.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Cloth bait. <laughs> clothing bait. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a pretty good one.
1: All right. Is there anything else you want to bring up about this episode?
0: Um, no, I think I'm right, Eddie. All right. Well... Um, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us tonight We are Nerd Subculture My name is Jared, And I'm Edwina And you can find us on the internet, Eddie, can't you?
1: Yeah, we're on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram There's a Facebook group And you can email us at nerdsubculture@gmail.com.
0: Yes, and if you like what you hear If you like this channel, you want to support us Just click a button, shout us a comment Anything like that, that's all you have to do On the plus side, again, just send me money Send me lots and lots and lots of money. I want Don't money. Don't
1: have anything set up. Just for people to uh, send just send us just money
0: in envelopes. That's fine.
1: No Drop one it off will to my send house. us money.
0: <laughs> Till next time. Take care. Bye.
1: to eat. I hate checks who are like, does "Does that have dressing on me?